Welcome to CCM in 3D. I'm Dan. Hey, I'm Derek. And I'm Dave. Welcome. We are here to do a deep dive on a album. And this one we've chosen is Petra's Beat the System. And what we mean by deep dive is we were going to go like track by track on each song. We're going to talk about some info about the album, um, some things we liked, um, just all sorts of general knowledge, maybe some things that you can find right on Wikipedia, but we're going to tell you all about it anyway. Exactly. Here we go. (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. So um, we will dig into Beat the System. This, you guys know it was released 1985, uh, right? There you go. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. Any ideas without using Google? I'm using Google, so I'll just admit it up front. But any idea about the time it was released that year? Ooh, I don't know. Okay. Actually. Dave, mm. any? No. I, you know, I'll, I'll say okay. fall. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. Um, well, can I take a guess? Spring. Sure. I'll take of course spring you then. can. Spring. Okay. okay. So spring. Dave goes fall. Dan goes spring. All right, so according to Google, which, of course, is very fallible, but according to Google, uh, Beat the System was released January 16th, 1985. Wow, it just barely made it. Yeah, so I was, according to that, I was uh, 18 at the time. Um, You guys don't have to chime in how old you were, uh, but I I was 18. That was the second semester of my senior or my junior year uh, of high school so um that's when that came out um some other facts let me see hold on i gotta do some calculations i was 16 16 okay yeah 15 for me okay so there we are uh all of the songs except one were written by bob hartman of course everyone can guess which one was not written by bob hartman (laughs) yes uh Yep. We'll get to that one later. <laughs> yes, we, we certainly yes. will. Um, the other factoid, of course, it was produced by Jonathan David Brown, who'd given uh, Petra a lot of their earlier success um, producing. I think he started producing with Never Say Die, More Power To You, Not Of This World, this album, and I believe... Um, the live album captured in time and space. And then they went in a different direction when Greg mm-hmm. Svoltz left. So yeah. then the other factoid I wanted to bring up, I did quite a bit of looking on the interwebs, um, especially Google images. And I did not see, um, I, I saw a lot of, I was looking specifically for snapshots of people's uh, vinyl of people's CD covers, of people's cassette covers, to see if Petra had put their name or the name of the album anywhere on the front cover. Mm. And I'm not seeing it. No, they. Did. I remember that. They didn't. That's what made it odd yes. at the time. Right. Do you remember? Is that your memory, yeah. Dan? Yeah, just the image, yeah. Yeah, just the image of the TVs and then the really bright one in the middle and then the guy kind of... The guy with his, his members-only jacket or whatever Right, yes, 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 his members-only <laughs> <Yeah>. jacket. <laughs> so... Um, he was the last member. But was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after that, it, it was done. But um, that's, that's kind of a, a bold move to put no information yeah. about the band or the name of the album. So just spine. On, yeah, it was on the spine in the back cover. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, um, did like, you guys... Like, you know who we are. We don't need to right. put our stuff right. on there. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, now, I'm curious, before I throw it back to Dan, did you guys um, get this uh, on CD? Did you get it on cassette? Or did you, did you remember going down to your Christian bookstore and getting it? What, what are your memories of obtaining copies of this? Go ahead. I had mine on cassette. Okay. Um, this was one of the first Christian rock albums that I bought. In fact, the same day I bought this and I bought Hotline, both on cassette okay. at the local Christian bookstore. In California. Um, no, no. Actually, oh, okay, here. here. All right. In, which, in, which, in Wichita, yeah, yeah. In Wichita, okay. Kansas. At the Better Book Room. Very fact. good. So, um, yeah, that, that, that was my first uh, incarnation of the album. I, I never got the CD for this, though, which I'm kind of disappointed I didn't. I don't know why. Yeah. But that's something I need to do. Yeah, it's it's pricey. Used copies are pricey. So if you go mm-hmm. looking, it's yeah. just be beware. Dan, what about you? Okay. So I what was given. So this 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 one will always have a special place in my heart because this was really my first introduction to good CCM, cutting uh, edge. CCM. Yes. Yeah. And it was given to me by a youth pastor. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, why don't you listen to this?" And I popped it in the, on the drive home from church, which at that time was like. 30 minute drive mm-hmm. and and oh my goodness i could not get enough of it <laughs> i mean i just kept playing it oh and on cassette you know they're just for me it was just a plain old white cassette mm-hmm. and then like so i i'd played it so many times i wore out both sides but the ink yep so uh i just over and over and over and uh you know and back then what we forget is cassettes especially i think at that time it really were raining as the way to listen to music Mm-hmm. and at least it was to me and uh they would usually split up tracks so when we talk here in the next about the 10 tracks you know side a side b sure of course and and so you know side b always started with a bang mm-hmm. and side a always started with a bang mm-hmm. and yeah um, the other thing i'd written down here too for me was it's the seventh petra album so i didn't know that at the time yeah but that was that was the seventh one Yep. And in the, in the same year, we had Amy Grant's Unguarded, Russ Taft's Metals, White Heart Hotline, Imperials Let the Wind Blow, and there was no Michael W. Smith album. That's slacker. Yes. So, yeah, we had to wait till 86. <laughs> yeah, right. Had, he came, had to wait till 86. He, he would come back with a bang. Yeah, Boy, he was working on big, ever. Yeah. He was working on Big Picture. He yeah. was working on and Big then, Picture. Uh, and somehow he was involved with Amy Grant's Unguarded in some small way or something. I can right. Remember. No, I'm just, right. <laughs> I just can't remember. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, if, if if we decide later that we can't play some of the clips in this podcast, then forgive me if I just bust out singing it. <laughs> that be all right? I will pre-forgive <laughs> yeah, you. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> all right. I, fe- I was going to mention I found another interesting factoid about yeah. this album. Uh, at the time, Ward had got into a distribution deal with A&M and RCA, and this was the first album that they used for the distribution deal. Oh. So I wonder if that's why they the title was not on the front, since they were going to market it in secular stores. Oh, I'm not mm. sure. Interesting. Yeah. But so Beat the System was the first one, and then Unguarded was the next one they did with, uh, with A&M and RCA. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that'd be so. a question we could pose to somebody that was working at Star Song at the time or something like that <laughs> might know you know, better about that, that distribution, uh, that distribution. 
So yeah, that'd be that's a great question. Good good factoid, Dave. Thank yep, you. Appreciate sure. it. And then and then uh, to reminder, the band consisted of Hartman, Voles, which we talked about, yep. Mark Kelly, bass, yes. Louis Weaver, drums, John Lowry, keyboards. Um, but I think he just did a little bit yep. of the keyboards, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think he did a whole. I think some was pre-done by someone else. I can't remember who that was. Rhett Lawrence does the Fairlight programming, uh, so there's quite a bit of Fairlight, which is a mm-hmm. cutting-edge synthesizer at the time. Um, yeah, uh, a lot of synthesizers. Yeah, I'm cell. sure we'll get into that. So um, yeah, and that's a great yeah, so that's a great jumping-off place, Dan. Why don't you lead us in? Well, so before we get into that, too, um, there's I'm now going to entitle this section "Dan Reads Wikipedia." Yes. So, because um, I like this, at the time of its release. Beat the System was the biggest Christian rock record ever recorded. And the third biggest Christian album of the entire 80s decade. Wow. wow. So even though even though it did not produce any mainstream hits, um, you know, and it was just like we just talked about, it was a very departure from the full sound, you know, very full sound, I thought, very deep, you know, basses, synthesizers. It was nominated for a Grammy Award in 1985. Right. Um, and then, of course, you know, it came on the heels of Not of This World. So here you had all these kind of spaceship-looking album covers, and now we have this departure from that, which right. they go back to on the next album. Right. 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 Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Dan reads Wikipedia, brought to you by <laughs> yeah. no one. And, and Wikipedia. <laughs> <Okay>. NC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, lead us in, Dan. What do we start off with here? So... Uh, you know, also one more thing before we lead into, I like all these songs on here. Of course, like I said, I'm just a huge fan of this. Um, but it just seems like Beat the System just has a lot more richness of sound. Because when I first heard this and then I was trying to go back and see the other Petra albums, I was like, hmm, just didn't quite hit me the same. I like them, mm-hmm. but just not quite the same as this one. Sure. It just seemed, and it right. seemed like so many different layers. I even, I even thought it was a little more upbeat right. than previous ones. So, of course, mm-hmm. we start off with track number one, Beat the System. Right. And my little my little take on it is, again, starts off with a bang, very full sound, deep bass, you know, drops the guitar and bass together when it kicks in. You know, at the time, I had never heard anything like that in CCM. You know, that's pretty new to me. Yeah. Um, I like the tempo changes in there, you know, wise up, rise up, mm-hmm. where, where it goes back and forth there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if that's the right term for it. That's my layman's term not not being a musician (laughs) yeah yeah um and you know i think just personally it spoke to me just to give me some courage to rise up you know Mm. you're never you'll never face defeat slice the fog dare to win you know dare to beat the system Mm. and then of course it ends with that last little yow yeah goals (laughs) (laughs) can't beat that yeah right (laughs) no right right this seemed to me like um as I listen to, so I'll just say that um, my comments will be based on uh, largely on listening to it now. Although I'll throw in some thoughts that I think I had back when I was eighteen. But listening to this now, the first track seemed to me like definitely a uh, start the concert off with a real anthem. Um, so this seemed like, and I, I, I'd, I'd have to go back and look at Captured in Time and Space to see if that started off with Beat the System, but this... It did. Okay. This seemed like a very much a, something you would come out and immediately just hit people with as the first song on a tour. So 
um, kind of an anthem, you know, something to get all rally the troops, get the crowd excited. Um, so yeah, definitely a, a great in concert song for sure. Yep. Yeah. I put down in my notes, hard driving rock anthem. Um, I love how it starts out with all these electronic sounds and you're like, what is this? And then it builds up and then right. Vols hits that first note, you know, just yelling. I mean, just all the way through, you get to the chorus, you know, and, you know, dancing about the wise up, rise up, you got your fists in the air. You're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to beat the system, you know, <laughs> yeah. anti-establishment, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was, and you're right. It was a great kickoff. I, I got to see that tour. And, so did I. Uh, that's how they started. Yeah, and, and people just went nuts, mm. you know, when it started with this song. So, yeah, yeah, great start to the album. Yeah, yeah. I for, I did forget to mention I did see this tour too. So you saw it in, in Wichita, Dave? Yeah, I actually saw it here, and then they played a show down in Tulsa where they were filling in for Amy Grant. Oh, um, she was the headliner, and she got sick. Oh, okay, and so Petra. Petra played and uh, they started that show off with this. They didn't do the full tour show, but they did about an hour and they started off with this song too. And gotcha. Yeah. Um, great, great tour. So that's going to be another and a, a never ending series of uh, concerts that Dave and Derek were both at and they didn't know each other. Right. <laughs> right. That's going to be a recurring yeah. theme. And we've, for a lot we've got this. pictures too, where I've got like you in the, the back of your head in the picture. <laughs> and we didn't know each other. Right. Right, exactly. So this is going to be a recurring theme, I think, as we d- dive into these '80s albums for sure. Right. So great. All right. And captured in time and space, then um, starts off with the same three songs. Is that right? Beat this, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh. In, right in a row. Okay. Okay. So number two. Interesting. So number two. Oh, by the way, real quick though, I have to interject that we're only eight songs away from talking about Adonai. Okay. Very good. So, okay. Yes. Thanks. Sure. Okay. Seen if there's something out there to look forward to. So, um, Computer Brains. So, it didn't chart as a single. It, now that I listen back to it, you know, in my 50s versus my teens, about yeah. my teens, I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Right now, I'm a little bit like, hmm, second song? Mm, not sure. Um, very different, you know, Computer Brains, Chorus, and all that. Uh, the Spoken Word. But again, what I love about it, it was just so different. You know, again, the low tones, the repeating. Now, I do like the repeating break, 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 break out. Right. Um, And then that that end of the song where it kind of winds down, the tempo winds down, and then it bleeds into the next song, which also was new to me at the time. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. I think listening to this one as a 50-year-old, I think the best thing I can say is they, they tried something different mm-hmm. and it hasn't aged well. And I, I, ref, I should say I refuse to judge this album based on, well, it sounds 80s, therefore dated, therefore it's no good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you wouldn't read Shakespeare and say, well, this sounds too much like Shakespeare. Well, it is what it is. So that's kind of a lazy man's review. It sounds 80s, therefore dated, therefore not good. Um, but I will say it just, um, setting all that aside, it is it is a thing. The whole album is a thing of its time. Um, and that is what it is. And I'm not going to judge it up or down for that. But um, yeah, this would be one of those. I, I, I probably would have put it later in the 
in terms of tracking, I probably would have put it later in the um, in the in the uh, track order, maybe somewhere on side two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's that was my thought as I heard it. Yeah, I, I have the same thought I did when I was fifteen. I I just didn't. I never liked this track. Uh, it, to me, it's the weakest one on the album. Kudos for them for trying. To sure, they tried something, something. Yeah. innovative and something different. I love the message of the song: "Garbage in, garbage right, out." Right, right. Great lyrics, uh, but musically and the Caputo brains, you know, I just never got into it. Um, and you're right, Derek. They should have put it further down somewhere on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. So, nice. Okay, number three. So then it goes computer brains. We bleed into. Um, clean. Also, another one that really didn't chart um, anywhere on the Christian music, but um, this one to me sounds more like previous albums. Mm. Um, and then they throw in that, "Hey, I'm talking to you," you know. But I'm yeah. clean. I mean, the the tempo, of everything seems similar to previous albums. I still, it's obviously still fits to beat the system, but right. Um, it just, you know, hey, I'm talking to you. You know, kind of like kind of like some of that stuff, but. Um, and I, it's a nice little jingle. I can sing along with it. Right. Yeah. I should have, we probably should have had as our homework to rewatch on YouTube, the pirated video of captured in time and space. It's out there. Someone's digitized hmm. it and put it up. I, huh. I as I, I was hearing that it's funny. You brought up that, Hey, I'm talking to you breakdown. Um, I thought to myself, that would have been a good moment if i'm designing a live show to turn the lights onto the crowd and say i'm hey i'm talking to you and mm-hmm. have the lights go out on the crowd as you know volts is pointing to the crowd i don't know if that's what they did i can't remember it's been too long since i've seen the live video but you know again that's a that would be a good crowd moment a, gra- a good crowd interaction um moment this song's okay it's a it's a good it, it's a side a for sure but um yeah it's okay it, it's it's okay. It's held up fine. Yeah, I put it down as a sleeper. Uh, I remember the first few times I heard it, I'm like, yeah, it's better than Computer Brains. It's okay. Yeah, uh, but it, it it grew on me, and the more I heard it, the mm-hmm. more I sing along on the chorus. You know, it starts slow, ramps up. Volts hit those really hits those really high notes on clean. You know, when you yeah. yell, you screaming clean, and it, it's just a fun song. Um, I I agree, definitely side A. Um, but yeah, it, it, it grew on me. I like it. I can yeah. sing along. Can't yep. dance to it, but I'll sing along to it. <laughs> there <laughs> you right. go. Perfect. Don't you dare. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the other thing about this and like, then it goes into it is finished and so on and so forth is now we start getting into the real, to me, real meat of, boy, this is definitely a Christian song, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. clean before my Lord, right. spotless lamb. I mean, all those words thrown in there that, you know, beat the system, you know, dare to beat the system. You can kind of put that anywhere. Right. I mean, right. I, you know, if it was, if we're on secular uh, radio, um, yep. you know, computer brains a little bit like that too, but boy, this one really, this one, and then you go to, it is finished and now you're into, yep. No apology. One, yep. definitely Christian. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, I like that. Let me throw this out and see what you guys think about this. Um, I thought about this as I was listening again with 52-year-old ears as opposed to an 18-year-old. I thought of, you know, if I were tracking this album, and again, this comes down to song order, song sequence, um, I, I would have maybe suggested to the band if I had been had a say in the sequencing, 
putting it is finished first before clean and then so swapping tracks three and four so putting christ's work on the cross and it is finished first therefore you're clean before your lord because of christ's work and it is finished you know what i mean so oh yeah so that that'd just be a that would have been a suggestion I'd have thrown out to the, to the band. And um, I think the way they did, it's fine. Um, it's a pop album. So, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to overthink it, but I, that would have been a, a small suggestion I'd have made to them is maybe put it is finished. Number three and clean is four. So just a thought yeah. it is finished is a fantastic song. It's oh, absolutely. It's yeah. it, it belongs on a Petra greatest hits for sure. For yeah. Sure. And before we get into that one, I just remind everybody we're six songs away now from talking about Adam. Okay, very good. Uh, yes. okay. It's good to keep so, us uh, up to date on where we're going there. Yes. <laughs> Any idea what Dan's favorite song on the album is? We're, we're getting close. I'm getting closer computer every, every minute. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. computer <laughs> So, yeah. So then we get into It's Finished. And like you just said, I mean, just, oh, man, powerful song yeah. to me. Again, yeah. another unabashed Christian telling the story of the crucifixion. I mean, that's a tough one to tell. Yep. Um, and keep it upbeat, but also it kind of, I don't know, it kind of has that uh, dark tone to it in a way. I don't know if that's the right term for it, but, um, you know, the war was over. You know, I find myself singing with them when they do that. Yep. You know, the, the, the hammer pound. I love it when they, do, when they heard the hammer pound, they start the drums right there. Boom, right. boom, boom. Um, and then, of course, the ending, it is finished. Um, and then the keyboard solo. Kind of ends that song. Yeah, yep. is interesting. Yeah, um, but uh, overall, again, I just find myself singing along with this song. I love it. Right. I remember, um, of course. Uh, so this this song comes out. I, I'm I'm, you know, I'm I'm 18. I'm kind of in the midst of high school group at my church, and I just happen to have you know teachers and sponsors at church that were into contemporary Christian music and they were pretty learned, you know, Sunday school teachers back then. And I'll never forget um, them bringing up this song in our Sunday school, talking about um, in the heat of our, the early morning on a hill, they called the skull, which of course is Golgotha, which is where Jesus mm-hmm. was crucified, which right. in Aramaic means skull. And so um, the Sunday school teacher, I'll, I'll never forget this. It's stuck with me to this day, you know, in, in Genesis three, God promises that the seed of the woman will come along and crush the head of the serpent. And so when Jesus is crucified, where is he crucified? On a hill called the skull. So oh, that, yeah. I remember mm. my Sunday school teacher tying Petra, Genesis 3, and Golgotha in, and that just blew my 18-year-old mind. So that, <laughs> and it's, it's stuck with me to this day that that... that you know that's that's what was going on there so that is a way and, that, that, and that's and that's when your teacher graduated to sunday cool yeah he was sunday cool after that not yeah. sunday what? school yeah so i like it yeah awesome <laughs> yeah this one if this is left off of best of that's really a tragedy that's it's a good yeah. it's a good one for sure it's a classic yeah definitely uh one of my favorites might be my favorite from the album. Um, just the way it starts off, you know, builds up and immediately Greg comes in and, you know, like Dan said, it has a little bit of the dark tone, but you know, it puts your, the, the lyrics are so descriptive. It puts you right there. You feel like you're, you know, watching the crucifixion and whenever, yeah. you know, they get to it is finished. You want to put your hand up and go, you know, yes, it is you know finished. You want to cheer and go nuts. 
I remember this is how they they finished out that tour. This was the last one they did every night. Oh and, wow! Um, okay. Which um, I always thought maybe they should have put this at the end of the album because it's such a great a great way, it's such a high note to finish out the tour. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm kind of glad they put it there where they did it the first part of the album because it's such a such a great Petra song. Um, yeah, I can't go wrong with it. It's finished. Yeah. Now, that's by, great. Oh, by the way, I was also going to mention I found a video on YouTube that someone put the passion of the Christ to the song, and it's a fantastic video to watch. Ooh. Oh wow. Okay. So very good. Very good. That would be good. All right. Nice. So then we end side A of the cassette. With voice in the wind. Now, how do you know, Dan? You've rubbed off all the ink on the front of your. That's cassette. true. It may or may not be. <laughs> it yes, could be. Allegedly, <laughs> it is voice in the wind. That's right, according to the internet. <laughs> exactly. um, so, because so voice in the wind, love the lyrics. Again, I love singing along with this one. Just very steady to me all the way through. Um, I don't know what else to add there, but yeah. <laughs> it's just very steady. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. It's good. Um, it's a good closer to the side, side A. And yeah, it's, it's one of those that's fun to sing along with. Yeah, and I agree. Also, agree. Ar- al- sorry, also harkens back a little bit to their previous ones. I agree. You know, I think this, yeah. I think this yeah. could fit in on Not of This World and things like that. Yes. Yeah, I, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah, just like you guys said, very easy to sing along to. Uh, great song about the Holy Spirit. Um, right. Another one Bob Hartman wrote. So uh, yeah, solid song. And then we'd have, I'd have to pull the cassette out at the time and turn it over. Yes. Because I didn't have one of those fancy things that automatically turned it over for you. Auto reverse. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Didn't have the auto reverse. So then you had to, then you started with God Gave Rock and Roll to You. Now, here's an interesting song oh. to talk about. Okay. So, <laughs> so it didn't, also did not chart, technically, right? Yeah. But I, I honestly, okay, you guys are going to be like, what? I did not know this was a remake of an Argent song until I was literally looking at all this. Yeah, same here. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 just, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't and in my that. words, it's kind of it's kind of a Petra's way of saying, hey, I fixed it for you. God gave rock and roll to you. Right. Um, right. It, you know, fix the lyrics. Because um, it's very different lyrically, obviously, but except for the chorus. Right. right. Yeah. And then I did not know Kiss covered this version in 1991. Oh, yes. yep. Not this version. Ar- Argent's version, I should say. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, again, chorus same, different lyrics. Um, yep. And I also didn't know they originally did it in 1977. Yep. Yep. Eight years later, they do this version, and I listened to the original version, and I was like, oh, no, I love this version way better. <laughs> so for me, again, at the time, I loved it. I know. We're going to have some different opinions on this one. But, uh, you know, the old one was just so folksy and all that thing six minutes long is like oh my gosh too long right um and then and Murr dropped petra after this album <laughs> apparently this apparently the song was controversial as well as you know killing my old man and stuff like that so they dropped it from six minutes to four minutes hallelujah they kicked it up and i remember you know when it started off on that b-side back in the day i just never heard again that song before and it really kind of became my anthem I was like, God gave rock and roll to you, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I love I love the way it also has the ending sing along with the lower octaves. So, you know, yeah, Greg's up in his upper octaves. So then they throw in that lower <laughs> God gave rock and roll. See, know. we knew he was gonna <laughs> sing. 
at some point. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So, see, got to make sure you have the clips in here. But anyway. Exactly. Um, so, well, and it's interesting. They also pointed out that the album credits only Argent's Russ Ballard as the sole songwriter. Yeah. But they're obviously changing the lyrics. Right. But we don't know. Who, I don't know who. I would assume. I would assume Bob. Bob. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, ninety-eight percent sure it's Bob. But yeah, right. it's interesting that he doesn't put himself as a credit on that. Yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe there's some sort of dispute. I don't know. Yeah, but I will. I will just. I will. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll punt this over to Dave. I just. <laughs> I didn't like this song as an eighteen-year-old, and as a fifty-two-year-old, I, I just still don't like. I, no, it just never did anything for me. So, um, I thought it was a. I, I just was so underwhelmed with the beginning of side two um now to, I, to be fair i only had it on cd so um it wasn't a side two it was just track six so i'll punt to dave yeah I'm, you know dan i'm sorry i'm gonna have to agree with derek on this one <gasps> um i just i remember fast forwarding this a lot wow when or started. hitting next track if you had the cd yeah if you had the yeah. CD next track which i did and i had the cassette so i gotta you know fast forward wait a few minutes you know yep Boy, we had a tough back then. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, it's okay. First few times I'm like, all right, God gave rock and roll to you. Okay, what's next? You know? Yeah. But, you know, I could see that uh, some people loved it. It's one of those songs I think you either love it or you just don't like it at all. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll just say God bless them and move on. Yep. There we go. <laughs> uh, what Dave said. Well, so I did not know this, and this may be just rumor or something I just remember, but I thought they tried to release this to the secular market or, and that AM didn't want to do it or something. Um, I don't remember, but anyway, yeah. total rumor, total conjecture, asterisk, <laughs> skip over that. Okay. Right. Next. <laughs> okay. So now we're only three songs away from talking about Adam. Okay. Gross. <laughs> All right. At this point. All right. So we, then we got witch hunt. Now this for me, this is the one I go skip. I just, I just don't. I'm not into this one. Very quirky to me. Yeah, I, listening to this one with 52 year old ears, I kind of wondered what he was writing about. Because I, I memory fails me to um, to remember what he was writing about. Uh, you know, on another witch hunt, looking for was it's. Um, I'm not sure what it was, what he was trying to critique. Um, Bob was there. Um, well, can I pipe in real quick? Here's you, you bet. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm kind of, I'm kind of stumped. This, so go ahead. I was listening to this driving the other day, and I, I'll be honest, I completely forgot about this song, guys. I completely forgot about which one. Mm -hmm. But hearing it through my ears now, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. It's a pretty controversial message. I think what Bob was talking about is, you know, that Christians a lot of the time like to go protest things and like to boycott things. And there's a lot of legalism. And I think that especially back then, I think that's what he was talking about. You know, we're spending all of our time to go look on these witch hunts rather than sharing the gospel. You know, in fact, there's a line in the in the song about taking a break from our gospel labor. I know. see. OK, that's that's my take on the song anyway. OK. Okay, well, that makes sense. That's, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I, I'd kind of, um, you know, maybe at the time, 
it was a little more clear to me as an 18 year old, what he was critiquing, but I'd kind of lost it since then. No, I, that sounds as good a explanation as any. Uh, Well, and I, I I think that my take on it is a little different. I bet that as Petra over all the years they've been around, right. And seventh album, and they want to do things like God gave rock and roll to you. And that I'll bet, I bet they got a lot of heat from the Christian side. Yeah. I was like, what rock and roll. I mean, I remember saying accidentally on the air one time the word jazz, and boy, I got to talking to mm. <laughs> when I was wow. on, the, on Christian radio. So because I was like, wow, I had no idea what that meant. I thought it just literally meant jazz nah. music. Yeah, um, but it, apparently, there's other people that meant something else. So right. I, I don't know. I think that it's a little bit of what Dave said, but it's also I think a little bit of, hey guys, we're also out here winning souls. Yeah, you it's know, almost and, like they were. And, yeah, because yeah. because at the end it even says bro, you know, bro, bro, brothers. They talk about brothers. I yeah. see. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting lyric in there. Yeah, that's a, that's so. a good point, Dan. It's almost like they were maybe laying off a little steam, you know? Yeah. The song, like, hey, we're being criticized all the time. Here's what we're trying to do. Um, I'd sure love to find out from those guys, you know. Yeah. Let's get Bob. Mm-hmm. Let's get Bob on the podcast. And okay. That's yep. All right, add him to the list. <laughs> right. Yeah. Add him to the list. Would that be the Hartman Hotline? That would be. Yes. That would be it. Boop, 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 yes. boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> but not computer brains. No. 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 no okay. No, no. As for All track right, eight, I don't think. Well, well gonna... hold on, hold on. We're oh, not no, two no, songs no. We're going away on because we got to get out of okay. we're not, Well, we're not That's two right. songs away from out of night. You're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, track eight. <laughs> well, I was uh, gonna say there's no there's no question what track eight is about. There's hollow eyes. Yeah, yeah, it's very it's, it's emissions. Yes. Yeah, it's very clear oh, what, what yes. that one is about. So yes, um, I love this song. That's yeah, yeah. Thing. it speaks to the spiritual things, proclaiming God's name, but also songs that like this that help remind us how to treat our fellow man. Do you guys remember yeah. the the music video for this? Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Wasn't it with Compassion International? Yes, it was Compassion International, yeah. and I remember seeing it all the time on like um, Heat in the Night or or things like that. Um, yep. And I think there was a Compassion mm-hmm. Youth Group video that went around and had this, and probably an Amy Grant song on it as well, or something like that. Right. But yeah, I now, definitely. Now this was pre Sarah McLaughlin and her dogs. Yes, this would yes. have been that. Yes, yes. it is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, it's out there. The music video for this is out there. So, okay. um, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's an '80s music video, but it's you know I remember it being very powerful, very good. So, so uh, what I love about it too is they did a great job of creating this haunting melody, you know, and and kind of this haunting lyric and vocal or a real you know thinking. You had to think, you yeah. know, and it really to me it really when I hear the song it really puts me into hearing those and seeing those. The hollow eyes. I can right. see the hollow eyes really through the sound, the lyric, um, and all that. Yeah, they did just did a great job on that. Right. Yep. Solid song. Yeah, it's good. All right. So then we're not under number nine. Speak to the sky. This did not chart. Also, another one that seems a little bit of a throwback. So I like that you know they kept their sound around. Yep. Um, and I like the rising and falling vocals up and down all over the scale on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like it. It's just, I think it's really solid. Another just solid entry. Yeah. This one surprised me how much I really like yeah. this song. 
uh, second yep. time around, or uh, not second time around, but this time around, that intro thing that Bob does that sounds, you know, it's got kind of a drone and he's kind of, kind of playing a Celtic type melody over the front. It's yeah. just a great song. Yes. It's, yep. I really, this one held up so much better than I thought it would. This, this, this song is, is very much a sleeper. I, I was pleasantly surprised how much I enjoyed this song yeah. uh, this time mm-hmm. around. So yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it almost sounds like bagpipes over the beginning of the That's song. That's exactly what I meant. Yep. And you're, yes. you're like, you're like, wow, this is interesting. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's just a, it held up great, fun song to sing along to. I love the part mm-hmm. where uh, it's in the chorus, and uh, I can't remember the words, but there's like a the bass comes in at the end, uh, gospel or whatever it is. I can't remember the name, but but you can, it's like four part harmony, and it's like, ooh, that's different from the rest of the album, but. Uh, yeah, definitely kind of a throwback, a Petra throwback, if you yeah. will. Great song. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's go back to computer brains. Okay, okay so yeah, are we done? <laughs> Anything left? One through nine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I can't tell from my cassette over here if there's another song left. But um, yeah, I wonder what that so is. So Adonai, yes, Adonai, my personal pump me up song, blowing yeah. with the headset on, you know, pump you up in the car, sing at the top of my lungs, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I just, I, oh, so here's a, here's a little story. So back in the day when we were doing radio, Christian radio, you know, we didn't have all the fancy computers they use now and all that kind of stuff. So we had this card system, right? So it's index cards in a box and you have a yellow section for like the ones you play more often. You have kind of this green section at the very back that is stuff you don't play very often at all. And then everything in the middle. And so you, you go to the, first card in the box and you pull it up and you play it and then okay now uh, next card i got to play is a blue song so then you go to the blue section and play a Mm -hmm. blue song yep and so on and so forth right and um somehow i always found adonai on the night i dj'd really it was so weird (laughs) odd how did that happen (laughs) right I don't know how my fingers found their way to somewhere in the night I played that song. So I don't Uh, know if anybody has any idea, but I think I I introduced a lot of people to it. Yeah, I just (laughs) can't even fathom why that would be. Yeah. So, you know, and that's got the high strings. Well, obviously synth, whatever it is, but it sounds like those high strings to me. Right. Uh, You know, the balance between all the balance between just the right mix of keyboard, bass, guitars, vocals. building up from verses to chorus. Oh yeah. Coming out of the bridge pumps me up too. you know, where they go back and forth between the heavy guitar and Greg X singing Adonai. Right. So I don't know. And it's me, it just, this one definitely held up very timeless to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I'm well, no, this, this song again, if this song is not on any, of the 10,000 Petro greatest hits albums that star song <laughs> released. Um, that's, that's, that's a crying yeah. shame on 32 CDs. Yes. Right. Um, yeah, this, this is the highlight of the album for me. Um, it was then and it still is now. I mean, of course the, the name Adonai in the old Testament means master. So that's, it's great that Bob weaved that in. Adonai, master of the earth and sky. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, that's, yeah, this is a 
this song more than holds up. I think this is, you know, if I was, you know, if, if an alien landed and wanted to know what are the 10 or 15 best CCM songs from this period, this would probably make my mixtape for him. You know, that, mm-hmm. that, yeah, I think that this song is that good. Thank you, Derek Hale. Exactly. <laughs> I will take this to my planet. <laughs> take it to your leader. Oh, wait. Take it, yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, nice. Never mind. Another time. Um, yeah. Another I, place. I, I, wait a minute. <laughs> I, We're I'm, off into some weird territory now. We are. But basically, what you guys said, I mean, it's just a great song. Probably the highlight of the album. Uh, I put down yeah. 80s praise song, something that you didn't hear a lot of back then. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Great way to close out the album, maybe like a preview of Petra Praise, you know, to come a few years later. But uh, yeah, it held up great. Listening to it again, I just I think it's a fantastic song. Yeah. Oh, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And uh, so, much like all of us have, I've uh, cultivated you know 35 hours of music on a Spotify playlist, and this one is on it, of course. And so, you know, I'll just be playing this, my 35 hour long playlist every so often. And then this comes on and I just, I'm like, I got to stop and I have to listen and I have to you know, just let it lift me up for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was, it's just great. So, yeah. Well, anything else about the album or anything that we might share? I was going to share a, a story that, um, about, I guess it has to do more with the tour. So when they did this tour, they had this elaborate stage um, that they used every night. And I think it was in the shape of a cross, if I remember right. And it went all the way Mm. around. So Greg would run all the way around uh, the stage. Mm. So anyway, these guys, a few years ago, this collection of Petra got back together and did a tour under Classic Petra. And you can see this show on YouTube, by the way. It's a great show. That's Um, right. right. But anyway, Bob tells the story that... After they got done with that tour, they packed that up and they ended up giving it to a, a church ask if they could have it for the youth group. So they said, yeah, just go and take it. So fast forward 30 years when they were doing this tour and they're like, it'd be cool to get that stage. Why don't we just call that, call that church? They called it. And the guy goes, yeah, we got that stage. It's in our, uh, it's in our garage in the back. We don't use it anymore. Oh, my goodness. And wow. so they went, they went and they got it, and they used it for the Classic Petra Tour. It's the same exact stage. I thought that was a pretty wow. amazing story. That's a cool story. Yeah. That's that's hmm. really great. I, What do you guys think? I, I'll, my last thing I'll throw out is this. Um, is this a – this is a – it's an odd ending to the Volts era – with Petra because you know they made a lot of albums in a very distinct style with Never Say Die, More Power to You, Not of This World. And then they just started to go into kind of a really different cutting edge direction and then it was done. And so right. it, you know it's it feels kind of like they could have explored this more. They could have launched into a different direction and yet this album, it seems like a, it, it, after Volts leaves and after they finished off uh, Captured in Time and Space, you know, of course, the next the next one is John Schlitt and Back to the Street. And you're very much back to uh, straight ahead rock. Of course, John and Dino are producing at this point. But 
you know, it's just kind of a, this album kind of came out of nowhere and then it, that was it. Right. Mm -hmm. That was, that's what sets it apart so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's just an oddity. I don't know if that was kind of Jonathan David Brown's vision. I don't know if it was Volts's vision or John Laurie or, or who, but it was just kind of like we went in this heavily synth um, direction, the fair light, the synth drums, all that. And then we abandoned, you know, we kind of caught lightning in a bottle for one album and then we dropped it. We didn't, we didn't explore it at all after that. There's really nothing else in the Petra catalog like this. No. Right. Which is just an interesting, I don't know if it's just an interesting factoid or, or I'd love to know kind of the reason why they didn't explore it more, explore it with another album in this direction. Yeah, I would have loved to at least see one more album like this, just to see where they could take it and what it would be like. And um, but we never had that opportunity, no. you know. And like like you said, they went back to you know straight ahead rock, and you know, I, I was disappointed as a fan with that first album with with John because I guess I was expecting more of this. I don't know, but interesting point, Derek. I never really yeah. thought about that. Yeah, I, it's a it seems like. It's just kind of a one-off thing, and then they, they as rapidly as this direction came, it went, you know, and then we've never seen it again from them. So it's, it's. I think if you were to just think, well, I want to get into Petra, and I'm going to listen to this album. This would give you no idea of what Petra really sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is such an odd, great stop in their whole discography. You know, it's yep. very different from everything else before it and after it so yes which is which is what so interesting that all that just kind of fell and again we don't exact i don't exactly know how it did but but because it did we are left with this whoa this just stands out so much and had they had a follow-up and had they had a this or that we would have said oh this sparks the area of something new right but now this sparks the area of something totally unique right yeah it's just there's really you can't there's nowhere else to go from here no. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Nice. Yes. Okay. Well, that was fun. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of fun. And thank uh, you, Dan. We're gonna wrap it up, and we will tell and talk to everybody next time. <laughs>